Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Side Hustles and Stuff Podcast with Keishi and Yuri, episode 22. Hey Yuri, how are you today? I'm doing okay, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, what, what are we talking about today? I guess we're talking about the drinks, you know? That's a good Being point. That this, yeah, that this is the Side Hustles and Drinks Podcast. Stuff falls under drinks. Drinks-wise, um, I have grape-flavored uh, water. I think it's yellow grape or green grape. I have the Aojiru vegetable juice, the Mainichi, what is it, Ipai? Or yeah, something? Yeah, a cup of day will keep you healthy. Yeah. And the doctor away. And I, I hope so. It has kale and has some other kanji that I don't know. And I have the fire one day coffee. What about you? Yeah, you're over delivering once again, three per episode. Um, myself, I have Premier Peach Fanta. So I haven't tried it yet, but I guess it's like a premium version of Fanta of the soda, fruit soda. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it should taste like peach. So let's see. I'll try Make it right sure now. We hear the bottle. Could you hear that? I heard the pop. I hear the gulps. It's pretty good. It's it's not it's not as sweet as the other Fantas, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And it also seems to be done in cooperation with um with Minute Maid, or it's branded as Minute Maid. I think they're both owned oh. by Coca Cola. Yeah, it's really good. I can recommend it if you come to Japan and you happen to see it. Oh, it sounds good. I'm gonna open up my grape drink, and it is very good. It's uh, yeah, yeah. So, and the coffee. So yeah, that those are the drinks that we have today to get us going for today's podcast. And today's podcast is about podcasts. And ladies and gentlemen, I heard you like podcasts, so we're gonna do a podcast about podcasts and how to make podcasts. Keisha, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm just trying to think about what you just said and trying to trying to wrap my head around it because I heard the word podcast like six times. <laughs> oh. Have you ever seen that meme, the exhibit meme? Like, yo, dog, I heard you like. It's based on that show, um, Hit My Ride by MTV. And he always. Oh, I, I don't think so. Okay. Well, the joke is that like he'll find out something about the um, whoever's getting their car remodeled. Like, he'll find out something about them, what they like, and he's going to try to incorporate it into the car. So it's like, yo, dog, I heard you like blah, blah, blah. So we're going to put that into your car. <laughs> and that turned into a meme. So it's like, yo, dog, I heard you like podcasts. So we're going to do a podcast weird. about a podcast. And the more confusing it is, the funnier it is. Yeah, I'm looking at one saying, yo, dog, I heard you like birthday. So I put Christmas in your birthday. So we can celebrate a birthday within a birthday on a holiday because of a birthday while someone somewhere else is giving birth right now. So they can enjoy a birthday, birthday, holiday because of a birthday. <laughs> exactly. So that's where I was trying to get at with the podcast. All right. Well, hopefully our listeners are more versed in modern culture than I am. <laughs> it's a pretty old meme, I think. It's around, uh, I don't know, 10 years back. Might be dating myself right now, yeah, <laughs> giving away my age. But yeah, so today we want to talk about podcasts and how to make one. And I guess the basic, most basic question, Keishi, that we can start off from for whoever's listening to this <laughs> and does not yet know what a podcast is, let's tell them, Keishi, what is a podcast? Uh, whatever it is that you're listening to right now. But um, as essentially, it's, it's like a TV show, except it's only an audio. And you find it about a lot of different topics and in, in many different formats. But um, yeah, long story short, I guess it's some sort of pre-recorded um, audio that's not, that's not music, but that's supposed to inform you about one thing or another, whether that's about business or animals or, I don't know, space travel. That's right. So basically, it's um, I, guess, I guess another way to put it or frame it would be internet radio, except amateur made sometimes. But actually, not just amateur made, but it's uh, the barrier of entry is very low. 
So while we have big players producing podcasts, like I'm sure sports shows have their own podcasts, like anyone pretty much with a microphone can create one yeah. and launch it out into the world and probably get accepted by Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say the main difference, though, because I think there's internet radio as such where it's essentially a live show where it's kind of like this thing's going to play at five, this thing's going to play at eight, whereas yeah. podcast is more on demand and it's yeah. kind of pre-recorded and you've got the episode and you go and watch it, uh, sir, and you go and listen to it and... And and you don't necessarily have to listen to it at the airing time. Like you you can listen to it on demand. Yeah, it's more episode based rather than like a, a radio would be on. You expect it to be on like twenty four seven with various. Yeah, DJs. exactly. All right. So then I guess that brings us to the next question: Is why start a podcast as a side hustle? <laughs> I, I can tell you why not. I can tell you it's not to make money, at least from our journey so far. But um, I, I think it's like one of the reasons to start it. I think it's it, it just the fine. Again, it's just a fun side project to work on, and and it's 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 fun to just explore different topics, talk about different topics, and and hopefully help somebody along the way. Mm-hmm. What do you think is one of the biggest reasons somebody should start a podcast? Yeah. So, do you think just anyone can start a podcast nowadays? I, I think I think that would be the case. You know, it's uh, given that all of us have iPhones, iPhones have microphones. All of us. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that um whoever's listening to this. They have the right. They have all they need to start a podcast. Like I'm not saying everybody in the world can start a podcast, of course, because there's a lot of different people in different situations. But um, whoever is listening to this one, then they already have all they need to get started on their own. I would say. Yeah, and I guess another reason to start a podcast is, you know, if you know a lot about a topic and you can talk all day about it, then chances are you can provide someone with value and information. Let's say if you know a lot about personal finance, if you know a lot about accounting. If you know a lot about productivity or, I don't know, The Simpsons or movies, that could be something that you could start a podcast about and there's probably an audience for it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just like with just like with a blog or a YouTube channel. I think if you have something to share, something that you're passionate about or something that you like talking about with your friends or with your family or, or whoever, um, then chances are there's somebody else that wants to listen to that sort of information or entertainment as well. And um yeah, and I think that's a good enough reason to start a podcast. What about money? Is money a great reason to start a podcast? I know you already hinted at it. Yeah, there are some podcasts that make a lot of money, like um, Entrepreneur on Fire. That, that was one of the first podcasts I listened to. Um, that guy did an episode a day for, for a few years, I think. And um, yeah, and he turned it into a million-dollar business, making million or, or a couple of million dollars a year hmm. out of his podcast and the brand that he built around it. But um, for most people, that's not the case. And um, that's certainly not, not the case for us. It's it's not a way for us to make money. We have other streams of in- income that um that we depend on. But um, but yeah, I think eventually once you build a big enough audience, just like with anything else, just like with a blog or just like with YouTube channel, just like with a Twitter account, Facebook account, whatever, there's always a potential to monetize it. But again, it, it I don't think it should be the reason to start a podcast. Yeah, agreed. And I don't think we started our podcast for the sake of money either, right? No, no as, as I said, yeah, um, we, we're far from making any sort of money with this thing, but um, I think it's just fun. And two, um, yeah, like, like we were chatting when we when we started this thing, it's like we were already chatting about a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast, whether it's doing websites or like business and um, and side hustling in general. Yeah. And then we just went like, yeah, if we're talking about this thing, we might just as well record it and share it with the world. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how we got here. Exactly. So if anyone kind of wants to know how this gets started, you know, essentially... One day I just asked Keishi, hey, you want to record a podcast and just talk about what we really talk about and put it out there? 
you know, you get to share the business or side hustle insights. I mean, I talk about it with you too. We may as well record it and put it out there. Yeah, and exactly. That was it. And, and, and I think a week later, we had the first episode. So uh, The next question, you know, like a listener that probably wants to start a side hustle or side project and probably has thought about the podcast. One thing that's probably in their head is, should I even start one, you know? Because I think if it wasn't for us talking about the podcast, I mean, or us, you know, talking about business, I wouldn't have probably started my own. Yeah, I, th I think if you think you have um, nothing to talk about, then you probably didn't search long enough or didn't think about it long enough. And I, I think, again, um, I keep coming back to this theme, but a lot of this is overlapping with starting a blog or starting a YouTube channel or starting any sort of, um, I guess you could call it creative endeavor in, in one way or another. Mm. It's, I, I think a lot of people feel like they have nothing to say, mm. but uh, I, I think the matter of fact is unless you live in the mountains on your own, then everybody has something to say. And, and even if you live in the mountains on your own, I think that's a pretty cool topic to, yeah. to talk about. On so, yeah, exactly. I mean, whether it's, um, yeah, maybe you're a lawyer and maybe you just want to talk about law or maybe, maybe you're an accountant, but but you love growing flowers on your balcony. So you talk about growing flowers on your balcony. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think everybody has something that they like talking about. And um, yeah, and, and I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. What about uh, if you don't feel like you're the authority? I know a lot of people would agree with this one as an excuse not to start a podcast. They feel like they're not qualified or they're not an expert to talk about some of these topics. Yeah, I think that that's, that's very common. I think it's imposter syndrome or whatever you want to call it. It's like, why, why should I talk about um, blogging if there's people making $2 million a year from blogs? Or why should I talk about, I don't know, racing cars if I'm just the local champion and there's like, I don't know who's the latest Formula One champion. I have no idea. Hmm. But, but anyways, there, I, I think the point is that um, no matter where you are, there's always somebody above you unless you're at the very top. Hmm. There's only one person that has nobody about them in, in any sort of field, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I think as long as you're, step ahead of somebody then you can always teach that person behind that's one step behind and that wants to get and that wants to get to the next step you, you can always teach them right or you can just talk about something because people are just interested in listening in it not, not even necessarily to learn something but just to get informed or just to entertain themselves so um so i i think you don't have to be like the absolute authority in anything to be able to talk about it right yeah I, i'm sure like um everybody had a parent or somebody if you're in your 20s, then you probably had somebody in your in their 40s or 50s or 60s ask you about how to use a phone or or smartphone or computer or something. And um, yeah, j just that way where you are just one step ahead. There are so many things that you are one step ahead in compared to some other people that, that you can be mm -hmm. talking to and that you can that you can be teaching with your podcast. So so yeah, I, I don't think you should fake anything. You shouldn't claim you're the the biggest expert when you're not. But at the same time, you. You don't have to be ashamed to say, hey, I'm just getting started with this and I'm seeing my first first um, successes with it and here's how I got here. So I'm, I'm sharing my story or or maybe I, I'm, not, I'm not the best painter in the world, but um, I'm getting started with all painting and this is this has been my experiences so far and things like that. Because at the end of the day, you're just sharing stories, I think, and yeah. everybody has stories. And I don't think in my case, I would call myself like a giant expert on things or an authority. But at the same time, I don't, I guess I'm not too, I guess, ashamed or afraid to like put whatever content out like that into the world, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I know I'm not an expert, but at the same time, I'm not really afraid to try it out and play around with it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
again, you're just sharing what you know and what, what you know um, is always interesting to somebody, maybe not to everybody. Maybe if you're just getting started with, um, I don't know, maybe if you're just getting started with tennis and start a tennis podcast, um, like Nadal's not going to listen to it, but, um, yeah. but somebody that's just thinking of starting to play tennis will probably be interested in hearing more from you than from Nadal. And, and I think that that's the case with a lot of things. Um, I personally find that um, I'm always more interested in stories of people that are just just a few steps ahead of me, yeah. rather than in the stories of like multi-billionaires or something. Yeah. They're, they're certainly those interesting. already made it, but you're much more curious as to with this person how they will go about it and what their results will be like. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me give you an example. Like, um, I, I really enjoyed reading um, Warren Buffett's biography, but uh, in in terms of personal finance, I think you learn much more from just finding people that are a few steps ahead of you or people that are like 500 times poorer than Warren Buffett is or whatever, just because they're completely different games, right? Yeah. So, so I think there's space for, for podcasters or for content creators of all sorts of different levels, not just for the quote unquote best in the field. Now, what about, what if someone says, I don't have the tools to start a podcast? Like they'll think that both of us are sitting in a professional recording studio with thousand dollar microphones and soundproof uh, walls and foam on the walls to absorb the extra sound. Yeah, l- l- let me check with my sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's kidding. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, um, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you have all the necessary tools. I have zero doubt of that. Yeah. If you're listening, you are part of the resistance, the podcasters. Well, that's a Terminator joke. But yeah, so because we started this, uh, did you use a microphone when we started this? Yeah, so I, I was thinking of starting a podcast like a few years back, and I and I bought myself an, a microphone on Amazon and and a bunch of different stuff. But um, so so I just happened to have the microphone. But uh, I, even if I didn't have one, we could just record using our iPhone or our computer or yeah. something. Yeah. So, yeah, because all, all computers, all iPhones come with a microphone. So, I mean, that's pretty much all you need to record yourself speaking and then publishing it and submitting it to whatever podcast. Yeah, exactly. Has. Yeah. And, and I know there's going to be people that are going to be like, oh, yeah, but it's going to be bad quality. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be this and it's going to be that. I don't care. Just just get the first thing out, even if it's the worst thing in the world and, and just start getting better from there, I think. Yeah. If anything, they should listen to the first episode. Or even the last. I think we're far from being yeah. very good, right? But it's j- just getting stuff out there and, and gradually you're, you'll figure it out. Exactly. Well, Because I know with the first episode, we did it on Zoom. And I don't think the recording quality was as good back then. Oh, yeah. And there, and there was and also some connection issues with Zoom. Yeah, there were some, some technical issues. But, um, but we still got it done and we still got it out. Yeah, so... And in the case of, I don't know how to do it, I mean, just press record. You know, if someone's thinking, all right, that's great. I do have a microphone, I do, or I do have an iPhone that I could talk into, but I still don't know how to do it. Well, just say press record, talk, and then publish or, you know, sign up for Apple podcast service or actually Anchor. You know, the Anchor is what we're using to distribute our podcast. Yeah. And, and I think um, in, in the next section of this podcast, actually, that's what we're going to dive deeper into is how to actually start a podcast from, from the planning stages all the way to, to getting your first episode out into the world. Yeah. All right. And so I guess uh, for whoever is kind of interested in starting a podcast, if you've already haven't bowed out in these last few minutes, we're going to cover next how to start a podcast. So Keishi, what do we do first? Yeah. So first, like with everything and, um, and listening to us talk, 
in this various episode, it might sound like we don't do any sort of planning and we just jump into things. Sometimes it might sound like that, but um, yes, the first step, you, ju you just got to do some sort of planning and that might range from just deciding the topic and, and hitting the record button, as, as Yuri was saying, yeah. or it could be trying to decide, okay, so what's the best niche I, sh I should cover? Um, what are the, let's say, first 15 episodes I will talk about? And, and then you, of course, have to decide about the format and the frequency you're going to be publishing it and things like that. So um, are you going to be publishing it once a week or twice a month or once a month or every, every day, like, like the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast did? Hmm. Um, so that's one of the things to decide. And, and I think over time, people start expecting some sort of consistency on that front if, if you build an audience. And um, yeah, and, and then it's like, is each episode going to be 30 minutes? Is each episode going to be 50 minutes? Or is it going to vary depending on what you have to say each time? And um, I think you can tell from our podcast that we're pretty liberal when it comes to the to the length of the podcast. I think some are like 40 minutes, others are like one hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. So, so we're not as consistent with that part. And, and then you have to decide, are you going to do seasons and then take a break or are you just going to go nonstop and just keep doing an episode a week forever or, um, or what's your plan in that regard? Hmm. But, but in either case, I think, um, yeah, to get started, just decide the topic or, or decide the area that you're going to be talking about, the kind of the niche, and then decide the first actual episode topic and, and you're hmm. good to go. Yeah, for the first episode and for all other episodes, essentially what we do is, actually we'll talk about it next, but we do write out a template that we follow. Like even as we're recording right now, we're sitting up in front of a template that we wrote out as to what we want to talk about. And this just makes the podcast easier to record. It's like, oh yeah, let's move on to this thing now. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I think we skipped one thing in the planning phase, which is um, you got to decide on the name of the podcast. Mm. Oh. And um, yeah, here again, I think there's no need to, overthink it too much pick a name that makes sense so if you don't know what you're going to be talking about i think the your name show is is like a good simple format you, you could go with if you know what you're going to be talking about like like in our case it was side hustles then you can try to find something that that fits that phrase into his name but um but yeah, overall i wouldn't overthink it too much like, yeah. i try to get I, I try to get the planning part done in a day if possible or less yeah because it's going to change over time anyways and like you can never plan perfectly. You just need some sort of starting point. All right. So now speaking of starting points, let's talk about the starting point of an episode. So the producing, how does the producing and planning of an episode go for us? Yeah. So, so I guess, um, how do we decide on topics? I guess we just. So we came up with a document of all the potential topics in the past that I refer to. And sometimes we also have like off the top ideas. Oh, let's, by the way, let's talk about this today or let's talk about that today. So it's, I think it's a mix of both. It's a mix of like write out as many things that you can possibly talk about. And at the same time, you know, keep an open mind as to what else you can talk about. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think, yeah, I think keeping a list of an ongoing list of ideas is, is a good way to just always have something to talk about. Because um, I, I can assure pretty much anybody who's listening that um, no matter what topic you pick, there's probably always going to be more ideas than time to execute. Hmm. So um, if you keep an ongoing list of those, then then you will always be able to, you, you will never be starting with a blank page. You will always have something to pick from. Yeah. And the first thing we do is we create a template. And it's essentially, if you're thinking about what a template is, it's, you know, the structure of this podcast. So what do we say in the introduction? What do we say in the body? And do we break up the body into multiple categories, like topic one, two, three, four, and bullet points for each one? And then there's a conclusion and, you know, the outro. So, yeah, and then we use that to guide our conversations and talking points. 
Otherwise, if we don't do that, things will seem disorganized to whoever is listening and even to us. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think this part will really depend on the format you're going with. Um, yeah, I think in, in general, you can essentially have a podcast where you're just the, the only person on the podcast who are just speaking and presenting to people, essentially. Um, then I think you can have something like, like we have here with Yuri, where it's like there's two of us that are kind of on equal grounds and we're just chatting about things back and forth. And then you can have have a type of podcast where you just where you just yourself, and then you invite different guests. And I think all these different types of podcasts require different type of preparation before each um, each episode. But in general, yeah, having some sort of outline, or if you're interviewing somebody, then having an interview guide, or having your questions prepared, mm-hmm. um, do, doing like background research, figuring things out. Or in, in some cases, if it's like really short episodes and like every single word matters, I think there's even place for actually scripting these things but um but i'd say that's ideal probably only if you're doing like two or five minute podcasts like i've seen before but uh but yeah in, in general i think some sort of outline or questions and then uh, and then having some sort of structure to the discussion but at the same time having enough wiggle room so that it doesn't um so that it doesn't feel scripted i think that's probably the right balance right i was gonna ask if we spend any time on research or if they should yeah and i, I think for research um it really depends on the episode. Like sometimes you will know the stuff really well. Sometimes you will not know it at all. Um, so I think it's hard to generalize. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary. But I think it's it's definitely good in some cases, especially if you're diving into areas that are that you're not as familiar with as some others. Yeah, or areas that require statistics and hard evidence. You know that you can't really talk about off the top of your head. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna be talking about I don't know coronavirus studies or something, then um, then you better know the data behind it and then you better research all the different things because yeah and cite your sources yeah exactly. all right so from planning episode next stage is recording uh and i think we've already covered if you have a microphone or actually not if just a microphone if you have an iphone you're kind of ready to go but so tech wise essentially all you need is a microphone and you need editing software yeah exactly and, and i think for the microphone um you can use your iPhone, you can use your other smartphone, um, or you can get some sort of like an actual mic. Um, I'm using one that's, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but um, I bought it on Amazon for about 50 bucks. And I think I think you're using, um, what, what's the name of your mic? Mine is the Yeti mic, the blue. Oh yeah, the, the Yeti. I, I think that's a pretty popular one that I keep hearing a lot about. Yeah, this is actually my second one. I've I've had one since like 2014 or 2015. And because I've done other voice work, so I always wanted. Uh, so I, I guess I'm kind of not new to this in that sense. Not in terms, not in terms of like making podcasts, but in terms of like, like at least knowing the importance of a good mic. But just just because I'm talking about a good mic does not mean that you need a good mic to start a uh, podcast or you need something expensive. Exactly. I, th- I think you can easily get started with iPhone or something. It is not going to be world class quality in terms of. Um, in terms of sound quality, but but it's still it will still get you started. That's important. Exactly. And for editing, we use a free software called Audacity. So you know, once we record the episode, we'll save the MP3 file or the WAV file and open it up in Audacity and chop it up. And that's pretty much it. You know, editing is pretty much uh, cutting out our oohs and ahs and ums and mistakes. Yeah, exactly. And and the one thing I want to note here is that um. When we started, editing a one-hour episode took me like six hours. No joke. Wow. I, I think you were f- faster from the beginning, but uh, it, it took me really long. But over time, um, I think we both realized, one, that it doesn't have to be perfect, right? So you don't have to mm. cut out every single own. 
and AMS, and mm. two is um, we learned to use the software better. Like we learned about the truncate silence function, with, which um, <laughs> which essentially cuts out the silence automatically. And yeah. um, that's that's kind of a funny story, I think, because like it literally took me two hours to cut out every silent parts within the podcast. Like when we record this, there's always places where we just pause for a while because we're trying to formulate what we're gonna say, right? Yeah. And I was just cutting this out with my mouse and and selecting the, like the two second blocks. And I'm like, yeah. there's got to be a better way. Like, this is so easily automatable. We're just selecting where it's quiet. And sure enough, if I Googled how to cut out silent spots in Audacity or something, then then I learned about this thing. So, um, yeah, that, that's a huge time saver at this point. Definitely. Yeah. Like, at that time, I considered for every minute of uh, listening, you have to spend three minutes editing the way it seemed like it to me. And this definitely sped up the process. Yeah, ex exactly. And, and the other trick is... Uh, when editing it, I just started listening to it like 1.75 or 1.8 times speed. So that kind of brings it down to like one minute of podcast is roughly one minute of editing, if not faster. And, uh, yeah. and that makes it much more manageable, especially if you're doing on, on the side like we do, where for us it's essentially a hobby, right? It's it's not like anybody's paying us to do this or it's, it's not like um, we're doing this instead of our jobs or something. So um, yeah, yeah so, so getting the editing process down to manageable amount of time makes it um makes it much more manageable because as much as it's fun to be talking to here for like one hour or something the editing part can be pretty frustrating if it takes three hours oh yeah <laughs> all right uh okay so editing aside what's the next step and next step is publishing right yeah exactly so um before publishing the actual episode there's i guess a bunch of things we go back and forth on right so there's the there's the um the episode title the description and then hmm. show notes. Uh, do, do you want to tell the listeners about show notes and what we usually put in there? And maybe you can point them to the, to the ones for this episode, actually. Well. <laughs> and in the show notes, basically, we just pop in all the stuff that we talked about that perhaps a listener might be interested in learning more about, whether it's some book or some article that we referenced or it's some person that they want to follow up on. I don't know if anyone follows up on it, but it, I guess it's good to provide a bit of reference for and just in case someone is interested. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so where can everyone find show notes for for this episode, where we will link to all the um, all the tools we mentioned, like Anchor and things like that? Yeah, you can find our show notes at sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash e twenty two, or click the link in the description of this podcast. Awesome. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, j just to go back to the show notes for for one more second, um, you will see different podcasts have different formats of show notes. So for so some just link to the to the resources that they mentioned. Um, Others actually have full-fledged show notes with, with the entire transcript of the episode and some notes from the episode and stuff like that. And um, mm -hmm. and again, you, you can go whichever way you want, but um, don't have the show notes be something that stops you from actually publishing episodes. Yeah. I don't see it as a necessity. I see it as a nice to have. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Because actually, if I think back to how many times I went to, to the show notes of, of some podcasts that I listened to, I think I could count it on one hand probably. Yeah, I don't exactly. Yeah, me neither. Like I don't, I'll listen, I'll listen to a number of podcasts, but I don't recall the last time. I'm pretty sure there was a time where I looked at it, but I don't recall the last time I looked at the show notes. Yeah, exactly. I, I usually only look at it when I, um, when I wanted to save some quote or something that, that somebody said and, um, and I want to, and, and I want to make sure that, that I'm getting it right. And in those cases, I find it helpful that, if somebody has the transcript, but um, then again, again, it's um, 
really expensive to produce transcripts. So I think for 99.999% of podcasters, especially in the very beginnings, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because it's just going to take too much time or cost too much money. Yeah. So it's not something you need. Neither is a word for word transcript. Even I think we don't provide word for word transcripts. No, they, they cost like a dollar a minute usually, if not more. So for, so for one hour episode, it's like 60 bucks. Which it's insane. Pretty expensive. Considering also, that nobody also very hard work. Transcription is very hard work. Like I'm sure yeah. there's tools to automate it, but tools can't capture all the speech styles that ordinary humans have. Yeah, exactly. And I think the the one reason that um some people do transcripts, I think, is um it can obviously help with SEO because there's more text for Google to to go for essentially. Mm-hmm. So it can help with um with getting some traffic to your podcast and to your to your blog attached to the podcast. But other than that, I think it's it's not necessary at all. Yeah. So you know, after the show notes, after the title, after the description, once you have the edited MP3 file. Uh, next step is distribution. And I think there's are plenty of online services where you can upload your audio and they will send your podcast out into the various popular podcast distribution places, like for example, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I know Spotify now offers podcasting. Uh, the one easiest one we can recommend is Anchor and Anchor does it for you. It'll send your podcast out to like the top seven or eight distribution platforms. So we didn't really have to do much. Um, we just uploaded the audio, pu- uh, added the title, added the description text, pressed publish. Then Anchor did the rest of the work. It published and got us on Google. I think we had to do a bit of manual work to get on, get onto Apple. But yeah. once that little hurdle was um, gotten over, it's just automatic. You know, you publish it on the site and then it publishes everywhere. Yeah, and and remind me, how much are we paying for Anchor? Or- oh, I, it's about zero, I think. Yeah, it's zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's free. So um, I th- I think there are some paid solutions like um I think Lipsyn is one that some people use. But um, if you want to get started, I think Anchor's yeah Anchor's good. It's free, and um, it's pretty easy to use, right? I think you're the one doing most of the uploading and things like that in into the actual platform. But, yeah, um, just drag and drop. Just, just drag and drop. Yeah, yeah. As, as as easy as it gets. Yeah, there's not really much to figure out about, you know, like someone's approaching this podcast, be like, oh, but I'm not, I'm not really technologically minded. I mean, neither are we. And I think the the most technologically advanced thing we've been doing here is cutting out the oohs and ahs and ums and the mistakes from Audacity. And it's just like another, just like cutting tracks, like cutting one piece and another piece and cutting it in total. It's yeah. just like, Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and me trying to send you a 700 megabyte WAV file because I can't export an MP3 for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we have our own issues, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so definitely I would say if you think this is something that's like, oh, it's just, this sounds too technologically advanced, believe us, it is not. Yeah. If you now, can send somebody a message on Facebook or on WhatsApp or something, you can probably start a podcast, too. Yeah. If you can dodge a wrench or a dodgeball, you can probably make a podcast. All right. So after publishing, the next step is promotion. Keishi, how do we get, or not? let's not bring it to us, but how would you, or how would one get people to listen to their podcast? I think that's really the most difficult part of this entire podcast thing is like, if you're starting a blog, then it's relatively, I guess, easy to figure out how to get traffic from Google. Or if you're starting a YouTube channel, then obviously you're getting traffic from like the YouTube recommendations and searches and stuff like that. But but I feel like mm-hmm. there's no real such platform or such space for podcasts. It's not like somebody 
goes to whatever to Apple Podcasts to search for a podcast, right? They usually go there after they find some something they want to listen to. I feel like, and um, and and that's where I think it's challenging. And um, you will need to build some sort of audience, whether it's through Twitter or social media um, in general, or or maybe it means you you have a separate blog where you get people that you send to your podcast. Hmm. But, um, I think it's very rare for podcasts to get any sort of direct organic traffic. I, I guess so. Um, yeah, you'll probably start with your circle of friends and maybe maybe promote it in some. Um, I, I read about somebody the other day that started promoting his podcast in the beginnings on um, on Reddit. Oh wow! And, and um, I'm sure there's forums you could promote it and things like that. But but we're not doing anything like that. We're we're pretty simple and uh, I, I think more than the more than trying to get hundreds and thousands of listeners, we're, we're just kind of enjoying the recording part and and putting it out there. Yes. So what are we doing actually to promote the podcast you want to share with the world? Uh, it's very simple. You know, uh, after we record it and publish it, I take the link. I do this action called copy and paste and, and I paste it into Facebook and I share it with whoever I'm friends with on Facebook. Like, So that's uh, that's the only thing that we're doing at the moment. I think to bring to just go back to the question of how does one promote or how does one get people to listen? Like you said, it's a tough question to answer because it's the question that every creator of anything, whether it's a blog, whether it's videos, whether it's you know podcasts, music, whatever, everyone wants to know how do I get people to care and come and pay attention. So this is just this is a this is a question more so of marketing, and it's a dilemma that everyone has. How do I get it? So that's the that's the magical million dollar question. If we all could answer it. Uh, um, we will be happy and success. not happy. <laughs> we will be again. We'll be all, we'll, a, little, a, little, a lot of bloopers I'm offering today. Again, we'd all be happy, fit, and successful. But uh, that's yeah. So that's the that's the issue. Yeah, exactly. And and as I said, I feel like it's much more difficult with a podcast than with um any other sort of media, which which I think is also why it's kind of difficult to make um money with podcast in in the short term because because yeah. it just takes time to build the audience. Well, Keishi, what do you do? to uh, promote our podcast. Same question back to you. Pretty much the same thing as you had accepted like a one third of the frequency. So I got to get better at that. (laughs) Let let the record state that. I think there are some easy things that we can do is uh, apply our SEO skills and come up with, for example, an article on how to do podcasting. But one thing, another thing that's kind of hitting my mind right now is Someone with already like an established audience, for example, if you have a blog or if you have a YouTube channel with X amount of readers or X amount of subscribers, you can easily start up a podcast and now you have an audience over there with podcasting too. So it really is like, it's a, if you're big enough, you won't exactly have a problem because you already have an existing audience fan base. If you're small, I think that's the case. That's the issue with every single person that ever starts out is they need to develop an audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think if you already have a blog or something, then um, depending on what space you are in on, or um, what what your goals are, I guess, um, I think starting a podcast can be a good extension of your of your brand, so yeah. to say. Um, and I, I think also if you're starting from scratch with a podcast, then having a blog might be a good good accompanying thing to have to go with the podcast. Because um, personally, and, and I, yeah, I I think we we're probably a bit biased here because we're both making some money from from blogs, but um. I, I just feel like it's much easier to make money from blogs than from podcasts. Hmm. Oh, it's much easier to earn from blogs and podcasts because I guess we know how to. We're experienced enough in in the blogging side of things, whereas even you know we're not we're not experts in in podcasting. And 
with podcasting, I think to make big money or at least substantial or significant money, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to call it big money, but like to make money, you, you need to have a wide enough reach. You know, for example, when we talk about paid ads, right? Um, if you want your website or blog to be considered in order to join an ad, ad network, you need yeah. to have a certain amount of uh, sessions or unique page views a month. And I think that could be, that might be a similar case with advertisers for podcasts. They would expect an X amount of listens a month before they even consider that person. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But in our case, at least we kind of know how to reach um, via SEO. And yeah. Yeah. I think um, if, if whoever's listening to this wants to do it for, for short term money, I probably wouldn't do it and I'd probably go into something else. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's about how we promote the podcast ourselves and um, how one can promote a podcast. Yeah, th- this is how we promote our podcasts. And um, yeah, so, so we're not doing this for, for the money, at least not at this point and probably not for the foreseeable future. But um, there's been some things that, uh, some learnings that we had from, from doing the podcast, from podcasting that, uh, that I think make it well worth actually doing, going through this thing and recording these things and um, sharing them with the world. So do you want to share some of those? So in terms of um, what I learned and the impacts from podcasting and the benefits, the first thing that comes to mind is the audio editing. Uh, I think neither of us are particularly super technical, genius proficient level audio guys, but we we did learn how to, you know, audit, again, how to edit audio and then like, you know, how to bounce the audio and polish it up so it sounds a little better. Yeah, exactly. The next thing I think is a big one for me is... Uh, I guess learning how to speak. And by that, I mean, when you do podcasts and you listen to yourself again and again and again, you start noticing, geez, I really suck at this. Like I use a lot of filler words like, like, um, I know, you know, and when you're listening to this stuff, you could be like, come on, you're, you should be getting your point across faster and with more precision. And that, I guess, makes me much more aware of how I speak. Uh, I'm still practicing and I guess I guess I'm still getting better at it and I guess the podcast also is a really good channel for practicing it so that would be some takeaways for me yeah how about you yeah I, th- I think those are great I think there's definitely a lot of quote-unquote technical stuff that we learn which is how, how to actually create a podcast which is what we've been talking about today and then also um, kind of the softer skills like like you said getting better at talking about things yeah and, and just learning about how to talk about different topics but I'd say for me probably the biggest um, impact or benefit or whatever you want to call it is um, I think it's good to have somebody that you're accountable to when you're doing a side hustle. And I think we, we talked about this before, but it's like, if it's at your job, then there's always your boss who's essentially responsible for making sure that you're getting your stuff done. Whereas with a side hustle, there's usually no one, right? Cause it's, it's essentially a one man show yeah. at least in the beginning, but doing this podcast, um, I think it's especially when we do the episodes about our goals and about our plans for the coming month and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's always good to actually put those out there because then then you feel like you got to do them. Whereas if you just tell yourself, oh, I'm going to publish um, five articles next month, but nobody's watching, nobody's listening, nobody's looking, mm-hmm. then it's easy to be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just stick with three. Oh, okay, um, I, I'm too tired. I'll just do two. Yeah. Whatever, I'll just do one next month. I won't do anything this month. And it, it's just easy to kind of um, sleep off the path that you've, that you've chosen, that, that you've chosen, that you wanted to go through. Mm-hmm. Whereas having some some sort of um, outlet where you can talk about these things, it, it just one makes things clearer in, clearer in your head, but it also makes you accountable. So I think I, I'd say that's probably one of the top benefits. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think this one was jotted down by you, but 
um, learning how to plan ahead. So um, it, it's the same with blogs and things like that. But um, like there were a couple of times where we couldn't record, and um, and for a month we just skipped the podcast because things just didn't um, the timing didn't didn't fit. Mm-hmm. But um, there were also times where we planned ahead and recorded the episode earlier. So there were times where we did two episodes in a in a, in one sitting, and then we published them separately on two weeks and and things like that. So so it, essentially running the podcast is like a project, right? So I think you also learn about how to manage a project, how to run a project, and similar things. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, how to plan ahead, how to manage a project. If you're expecting to miss out on a day in the future, you just double up on the work to make sure that it'll still be available for the week that you are unable to do work. So, And yeah, I definitely agree about the part about accountability and talking about goals uh, yeah. on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's by far the biggest thing, at, at least for us, um, until we start making a lot of money with this thing. I, I don't see happening in the foreseeable future. So for, and until then, it's but it, you know, it's a good. Yeah. One thing. One thing I would argue is like, for example, if the goals that you set, if if there was no podcast, would your goals be this the same? Because like the goals that we set kind of push us or drive us into okay. you know, doing certain actions, which I guess I guess in the case of your blogs would help you earn more. So arguably, if the blog isn't, I mean, not the blog, if the podcast isn't exactly a direct source of income. However, actions done because of the blog, not the blog, the podcast, actions done because of the podcast can definitely, I guess you can tie it back to the fact that you started creating goals as part of your side hustle episode. Because I can tell you from my end, yeah, I wasn't exactly coming up with goals um, until we started doing the podcasts. That's interesting. Actually, I never, never thought about it that way. But um, yeah, I, I guess the podcast is indirectly responsible for increased earnings. So you could probably argue it makes money in, in that form. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's a coach in a way. Yeah. The, the podcast is. I guess the um, this final last thing, um, I guess, should be tied back to audio editing and general recording. Uh, I was told back in the day to get a pop filter. And also to get a better microphone, the pop filter essentially fil- filters out the P and B sounds, which tend to be very strong when you're recording, and it yeah. kind of softens them up. And my quality, of course, is, you know, you always want to have your audio good enough. You know, I, I mean, I know we've said that if you have an iPhone, that's good enough. But if you want to kind of keep going with it and elevate your project to another level, especially in a situation where it, the channel is audio, right? The distribution yeah. is audio, the, the, the consumption is audio. It's like, you know, with video, if you're on YouTube, then sure, you can start out with potato quality YouTube videos, but you don't want to stay there for too long. And I guess, yeah, I learned to kind of treat it or improve the quality of uh, the work or how to improve it with certain tools. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anything else? Yeah, I, I can't think of much else. Um, I kind of mentioned this when talking about the accountability, but I think the other part is just um, just being able to chat about our businesses and about how we run our blogs and, and the different things we're doing. And it just makes it easier to get things clear in the head and, and just figure out what, what the next step should be and, and that sort of things. Yeah. All right. So any final words to the listeners who have perhaps been wondering if and should they start a podcast? What do you think? Yeah, there's probably a lot of people that um that work from home and that saves them a lot of time commuting. So I think podcast is definitely a good way to to um to utilize that time. And um yeah, I, I think it's like we talked today, it's really simple to to produce the first episode. So why not try it and um, give it a shot and maybe you stick with it, maybe you don't. 
Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and as a bonus, if you have a really good voice, you might see more success than usual. Yeah, I think voice and content. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast. This is episode 22. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, be sure to visit sidehustlesandstuff.com forward slash E22 to get everything that we talked about today. For example, uh, we'll include the tools that we use, the microphones, the pop filters, any tools and software necessary to get a podcast going, where to publish it, what to edit it with. We're going to list all of those resources from start to finish inside the show notes. And I think that's it for this week, Keishi, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you next week. And I guess it's blooper time now. <laughs> Should be a good one minute to two minutes worth of bloopers. The bloopers on this one will have to will have to come as a separate DVD. Grape flavored. Grape flavored? Again. I don't really I don't I don't have the reluctance. How would I say this? For the first for the first uh oh, for again. By the way, let me go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> Drinks are getting some. What, what do you say? J- just to close this episode off. Um, Wait, we still have some more things to talk about. Did I skip something again? <laughs> I, I just remembered the the exhibit meme that you sent me. <laughs> it's like... In terms of what I learned from podcasting, again, podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Side Hustles and Stuff podcast.